Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Levers. I think I'm the one that talks first on this podcast. Welcome to Wrong and Wronger. <laughs> You have reached the podcast where one of the hosts tends to be slightly more organized than the other, and yet here I am unorganized today. What are you going to do? I am Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve. He is James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell, and every week we argue topics that mean nothing to nobody except probably superfan Judy P, who is all that's left in an amphitheater <laughs> that started full of people, and now there's only two hands clapping, and that's Judy P. Only to them they matter. And today, James, you said you have a topic but you're not going to tell me ahead of time what's up with that uh well actually this is a super special episode because something happened that has never ever in our 150 some episodes nothing has never happened before so every oh. week one of us loses and yep. accuses the other person of cheating a hundred percent of the time without fail <laughs> we will never right. admit that that, that that happened but you see we have to, to bring order to the chaos, we have two interns who function as impartial yeah. justices, who, who separate right from wrong, who deliver unto us our verdict. And we can complain about it all, all we want, but the verdict is the verdict. And this week, one of the interns accused you, Steve, of what? cheating. What? Yes. How is that even possible? Because you didn't really flip the coin. According to her, <laughs> you, I said you call the coin or whatever. You didn't actually call it. You just picked salt. And that was that was what you went with last week. You went with salt. So anyway, for this week, our, our topic is going to be, should we throw out the results from last week? Did Steve cheat? <laughs> But to make it interesting, because obviously I'm going to argue that you cheated and you're going to argue that you didn't. And we're better than that because we are masters of the argument forward and backward. We are we are <clears throat> educated and erudite and we can take either side of an argument. So you, Steve, are going to argue that you cheated and I am going oh to argue that you didn't. I am going to defend your honor. <laughs> James, I smell a rat. <laughs> I said only one person is still watching I notice I didn't include the interns in that because I'm fairly convinced they've not seen an episode for the last several that this this came out of nowhere what? I am outraged I feel attacked I feel threatened when I come out I'm triggered every time I come on this show James and now I'm triggered like an AK I can't believe this happened Okay, she definitely messaged you when it happened. She she messaged me your response. You you were aware this is not an ambush. But anyway, before what was we get my response, I I don't remember now. I try to tune you out, but I have it in my <laughs> I have it in my thing. Anyway, I believe you said you stand by the results or something to those effect. I mean, let, let's face it, you're never going to admit to cheating. That that that's par for the course. But, I'm gonna admit that I won. But that's first, all I'm gonna admit. But first, I need to yeah. compliment you before we before uh, we oh, get into uh, the nitty gritty. This is going at Breakneck speed. Okay. We might actually get to the argument this week. <laughs> 
Okay. I would like to compliment you for only being seven minutes late tonight. For you, that is almost <laughs> on time. You somehow got through the chaos of basically being alone in your house, having adult children and no responsibilities and nowhere to go. And somehow <sighs> you pushed past all of that chaos with like 17 hours noticed and managed to get here a mere seven <laughs> minutes late. That beat the old record by like eight minutes. So so good for you for moving in the right direction. James, I know you can't see me until this comes out on video, but I'm wearing full cans headphones because I could not find my earpiece. I told you I'm going to look for it. I looked everywhere. So the phone is running through my soundboard <laughs> and my headphones. This is like a Rube Goldberg solution to how can I hear Breakwell during the argument. And it was so nice last week when you walked away from the microphone. I don't know why I even want to have to hear you, but <laughs> this is the solution. I had to cobble this together just to satisfy your insane requirement of starting on time. Seven minutes, sir, is on time. Well, we don't need the Guam Quarter of Fate today. Would you like to flip it just for ceremonies? Actually, no. Wait, 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 wait. I need a compliment from you. What am I doing? <laughs> what? You? you what, do you have a plane to catch somewhere, Break? <laughs> well, you got a hot date tonight? Like, I, what is going on? I am on fired up. I'm, I'm ready to get into this one. <laughs> My compliment to you, James, is you are a stick-to-it kind of guy. <laughs> I've seen your yard. It looks like it was freshly tilled 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, and yet you are still trying to grow grass. I know the Kemlon guy showed up at your house, just folded his arms, looked over the top of his glasses at you, and said, no bueno. But you said, no, sir, I shall grow grass on this field. And you are continuing to try and struggle. And I can't wait to see the results if I blow through India again this summer. Because it's going to look just like it's always looked. <laughs> and I'm just going to laugh. I'm going to laugh and laugh. But you you won't give up. I have, you, you have an ironclad will, James Breakwell. Believe it or not, some grass popped through overnight the other day. There is some grass there. Like, not enough grass to call it a yard. But there are green things sticking out through the straw. So we'll see what happens. We will see indeed. All right. So you were commenting something about the Guam Quarter of Fate? Do you want to flip it anyway, just for ceremony's sake? Even though it'll be as meaningless as it was last week when you simply picked what you wanted? <laughs> that is so not true. <laughs> or I guess technically that is true. I can't believe you've done this. All right. Uh, what shall the two sides represent for you, James <laughs> Heads I'm arguing you didn't cheat. Tails I'm arguing you didn't cheat. <laughs> Oh, I actually caught it. Holy cow. Okay. It is up. It is down. And it is Guam. You, sir, have that I didn't cheat. Well, I am shocked. <laughs> well, thank goodness I get to argue this because cheating is such a harsh word. When you get to be in your advanced number of years, like you, you just need to take advantages where you can get them. You're you're debating every week against somebody who's young and spry and mentally nimble oh, and doesn't need to write anything down and can just pull up all these arguments off the top of his head. And and yeah, I got distracted by my kids. So of course, you got to stay in the game somehow. You know, you got you got a win is a win. You got to get a fight dirty. You're the New England Patriots of this podcast. So of course, when I stepped away, did you did you cheat? Maybe not quite. Did you bend the rules an incredible amount and completely disregard the quarter? Yes. Is that cheating shrug so we're gonna say it wasn't quite <laughs> hold on 
<laughs> Let me just make sure I understand the ground rules. We're both arguing that I cheated last no. week. Is no, that no, 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 no. I'm arguing you didn't cheat. I'm saying you cleverly manipulated the situation to your favor in a way that might have been unethical but wasn't quite cheating. <laughs> it's that kinda... English major is paying off in yes. spades for you today, Breakwell. It's, like, it's like in basketball when you get down in the paint and sometimes you got to throw an elbow. If the ref doesn't call it, is it cheating? No, not really. You, you were fighting dirty. You got in there, you picked the side with the better argument, regardless of what the quarter said. And you know what? Is it even cheating if nobody watches the podcast? I mean, come on. You were just <laughs> evening the playing field so that for once you could snatch a win. And I think... That's the smart move. So I say props to you, Steve, for not cheating. James, I like that you've brought existentialism into the podcast today. What is the sound of one podcast cheating <laughs> if it happens with nobody to listen? Nobody knows. But James, I, I'm a, a horrible, horrible human being. I break the rules because I'm horrible. And uh, when I go to heaven, St. Peter is just going to kind of glance over the top of the book and just shake his head disappointedly. And then a trap door is going to open under me. But frankly, Breakwell, you deserved it. Who walks away during something as critical as the flip of the Guam quarter of fate? Who abandons his co-host to just dance for a few minutes while I take care of some things in the background? What kind of human being does that to another? It's not a good person either, James. I may be horrible, but you're the one that abandons people when they are most in need. Like, you're, you're, you're the poster child of what this whole COVID thing is not about. Yes, I might have cheated it was several weeks that i lost and my family name was besmirched <laughs> i had to come up with some way to victoriously rise above all of this disgust and i did it i did it it was one little cheat james sure it was laying on the floor i couldn't quite see it but i know it was heads i know in my heart of hearts james that it was heads and so i don't even know if i would call it cheating per se and you know now that i start to get a little <laughs> momentum on this this is really your fault like who sets up a podcast time when there's going to be armageddon taking place behind him when he knows he's going to have to walk off and leave the other co-host to his own devices what does he expect do you leave your windows down in a bad neighborhood do you have a stereo right there on the front seat with a sign that says take me no that's what you did james i was only responding to my environment i did the right thing you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you. This is all my fault, and you didn't cheat. I should have not scheduled a podcast for before my kids grew up and left for college. That was my bad. I knew that if they were in the house, they were going to cause a ruckus, and it was going to draw me away. This is on me. Also, also, you're pretty trustworthy. Like, I have trusted you with the Guam Quarter of Fate 157 episodes in a row. Have you lost it several, several times? Yes, absolutely. Did you get replace it with an entire roll of Guam Quarters of Fate, which you also lost? Yes. But I have put that in your hands week after week. And if you didn't cheat in all of those other episodes, when you were humiliated time and time again in, in a series of losses that definitely defied random chance, why would you cheat now on salt versus pepper? Such an inconsequential debate.
I say, if your self-esteem could take that massive beating from all the months before that, you wouldn't suddenly give in now. You flipped it. I'm, I'm going to go one thing further. I don't even think you know what you did. I mean, the interns called you <laughs> on it, but I'm going to absolve you of responsibility. It's like that 10 minutes uh, question we had last week. If you don't know what's wrong, is it really wrong? I think you I think you just flipped the quarter and you got, and you got flustered. You're old. You're confused. I am your guiding star in this podcast, and I had stepped away. <laughs> and you didn't know what was going on and you panicked and you called the spice and there's nothing wrong with that. You did what you could to avoid falling apart until I could return and lead us both to our high of two or three listens per week. That's that's my job right here to bring in the bacon like that. So so I apologize, Steve, for, leave, for abandoning you and leaving you in such a tough situation, but that is absolutely not cheating. That is just you surviving. So props to you. <clears throat> Two things here, James. One, if I'm ever up for murder one, I don't want you to be my attorney. So that's all I'm going to say on that. And number two, for you to call the debate of salt versus pepper inconsequential discounts the interests of all of our viewers and listeners. I don't know what you have against having an audience. I mean, the numbers clearly reflect that you are, have no interest in people actually watching this podcast. But for you to say it was a meaningless argument just throws in the, it, it flies in the face of everyone who dutifully watches and listens to us every week. Every argument is important. I treated it as important. It was so important to me, I couldn't bear the thought of losing to someone like you. And so, yeah, I might have not seen the Guam quarter when it landed behind the boxes. This this might be shiny because I just took it out of the drawer before we started talking tonight. The point is I won the argument. I won the poll, and that's all that matters when it all comes down, James. You don't even remember what you're supposed to be arguing. You're supposed to be arguing that you cheated. Yeah, yeah. I did what I had to do to win because that's all that matters. There are winners and there are brick wells. That's how the world is divvied up. Well, I think I think this has just furthered my case. After listening to this episode, everyone is just going to feel bad for you. And they're going to say, you know what? If Steve <laughs> needs to bend the rules every week and take the softer, easier side of the arguments, <clears throat> that's okay. Because for this to work, we've got to have polarity. We've got to have two sides. It can't just be me steamrolling you every week. So when you got confused and you mistakenly said salt when you should have said whatever the coin actually meant, you were just, you actually were preserving what was best for the podcast. You were pursuing the greater good. Because quite frankly, I don't think our two remaining listeners could take another Steve loss. I think after a while, I mean, how many how many times can you really watch the Harlem Globetrotters beat the Washington Generals? How many times? I think after a while, people just lose interest and they think it's fixed. So by, by not quite adhering to the rules, you actually convinced people of the integrity of our argument. You, you showed them there could be some randomness involved that you never know what Steve is going to pull out of his bag of tricks, knowingly or unknowingly. Dishonorable? Yes. Cheating? No. You are simply confused and doing your best. And that's and that is my final statement on that. You know, while you're rolling the dice, I will just agree with one thing you said in that soliloquy, and that is people will feel sorry for me. <laughs> All they have to do is look over my right shoulder and understand why you need to feel sorry for me. Week in and week out, I'm still here. Seven minutes late, man. A better, or I'm a bet. Wait, any worse man than me wouldn't have shown up at all. That's the point I'm trying to make. What did the dice tell you, James? Well, let's see here. If you want to vote for me and saying that Steve did not cheat, vote for 87. 
If you want to vote for Steve and saying that he did cheat, vote for 97. And if you want to throw your vote away, vote for 88. 88, all right. Well, I look over these numbers and realize that you just vote for the biggest one, the bestest one all the time, and that is 97. If you want to vote for James, you vote for that crybaby Sidney Crosby in number 87. If you want to throw your vote away, you can go Hall of Famer Lynn Swan if you want, or a guy that you've never heard of that's backing up somebody on a third string. And if you want to go top of the food chain, 97, that's almost perfection and 100, and that is Steve, and you ain't got to cheat to put Steve on top. <laughs> so you've finished another episode of Wrong and Wronger, and there should be some kind of badge of honor for people that can make it all 150-some episodes and still have their eyes not spinning like a slot machine. And if you want to tempt fate one more time and come back, we'll be here next week for reasons that I'm still not sure I can comprehend. But until then, this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell saying thanks for watching, thanks for listening, thanks for catching my cheating, and until then, remember two wrongs can make a right.